0: Just a quick note, this was recorded before the pandemic really hit, so if there are any references uh, to the pandemic, then uh, of course we're talking about it as if it has yet to become the uh, behemoth that it eventually became. That being said, enjoy the last episode of Media Memoirs. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Media Memoirs by Frost Media. It's the show where we talk about what we've been uh, playing, listening to and watching the past month. Joining me, as ever, is uh, j <laughs> and the Sovereign Nation. Oh, Hello! One day, one day that won't be funny to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the day that happens will be the day that I change it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I think,
1: so. I think so. It's just such a long it intro is. name. It is. It is, isn't you, it? You've
0: really got to say it all, haven't you?
1: Yeah. God. I, know. I, should have be, I should just just just
2: gone back to being BT3103 yeah, well, Those are the days really. but you would
1: sound like a droid from star yeah. wars yeah.
2: you'd like probably like that character. actually
1: yeah Definitely. that's it yeah the, is that your evon oh. line yeah can't be Trev? B3103 i'll tell you what why don't you restart dragon's dogma and be a pawn of that name yes <laughs>
0: Oh, how are we all?
1: Very cool. fat, Fantastic. It's payday tomorrow, so I'm happy.
0: Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. It's always nice when you get around to payday and you're like, oh, I've got money again for a couple of days.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, for you, Will, it's more like a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very careful with money and I have no uh-huh. debt at all. Like, I've
3: never
0: uh-huh.
1: taken that payday loan. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> that's it. Well, uh-huh. I'm pretty similar. It's a couple of hours. Once the bills come out, that's it. Yeah. And I've got a new <laughs> car that I'm <laughs> paying for. Yeah. So, that's it. It's all gone. All gone. Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: dear. What have we been up to? Well, I'll tell you what, William, yeah. I've been
1: watching, listening, and playing <laughs> loads of different <laughs> media types. Have you really? <laughs> have you really oh, gee. Liked- that was very well planned. You, have you been re- rehearsing you do that for all day in front of the mirror? <laughs> oh man, that's it. How many mirrors have you cracked? <laughs> all of them. Oh, that's yeah. that's about twenty-one years bad luck, then, isn't it? <laughs> Seven through. per mirror. Here we go. And that's terrible maths, but we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, so that means you've broken th- you've broken three mirrors. He saved it. He saved. Yeah. saved it in the end oh,
0: okay. yeah well i can't wait to hear what you've uh what media molecules you've been uh, ingesting this, this month. and i can't, I
2: can't wait see. to hear your stuff as
1: well william <laughs> jesus we go from preparing for a podcast to hosting the nine o'clock news <laughs> oh, and okay. here's your newsreader, nasa nation and the weather for tomorrow bleak it's raining Absolutely. again, like it has done every bloody day this month. Oh, lad, did, you get, did you get snowed in? Yeah, get oh, of... oh, oh. <laughs> nope. We got oh, like a sprinkling, and then it went within an hour. That That's like a yellow
2: warning. Yellow warning. Oh, all the schools are going to be closed. Oh,
1: yeah, well, I thought you were going to say fat yellow snow of... for a second.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I look out the window this morning. What do I see? Just a damp road. That's it.
0: You always know when oh, it's gonna uh, be when it's a yellow when it's a yellow warning. You always like nah it's just a it's just a puss warning, isn't it? Well, that one's just yeah. when, when it gets to amber warning, yes. you're like oh yeah. oh, careful now.
1: That damp road is the road to the future. it is. It is. You it, just well, that, follow it's, that path. It's the road to the uh, fucking dodgy <laughs> part of Norwich, <laughs> <laughs> where wi- where Will lives, yeah. so you can knock on his door. <laughs>
0: Right I mean, then, I guess. Uh, I ge- oh, you mean what, Ben? You mean
2: what? No, I was, I was going to say anything about your road being dodgy.
0: <laughs> Mate, my road is perfect. Paved immaculately. You know, only the finest what? people walk on our road. Only the yeah. finest shoes from, uh, you know, Sports Direct
1: walk yeah. on this <laughs> Wow. The finest Sports Direct trainers. Yeah. Luckily,
0: the finest. Really well, <laughs> yeah. Right then, should we get going? <laughs>
1: Let's do it. Yeah, after we've slagged off Wheels Road, that's perfect. Yeah, let's go.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Media Memoirs. up i'm gonna give jmo the chance right. to tell us his yes okay memoirs
1: so right i've i know there's one of my one of my main things this month i'm gonna save to the end because i think me and ben i'm gonna talk about it quite a bit yeah. so let's start off you know we're a cutting edge podcast <laughs> and nothing but the best and high high fidelity movies we watch. You know, these are Oscar-winning movies we watch. (laughs) So, whilst we're on that, yeah, last week, me and my son went to see Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. (laughs) Uh, You know, we are talking cutting-edge Oscar-worthy performance from Jim Carey here. You're right. Um, I
0: reckon he could easily be in with the Golden Globe for that.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what, maybe the Golden Rosby. Um, (laughs) Actually, it's... Right, I was... We both, me and my son wanted to see it just to see what it was like. We weren't expecting a film of like brilliant or epic proportions. We weren't expecting anything from it. Mm-hmm. Um, we went in and I was actually quite surprised that in terms of a, a film of a video game, it's actually good. I wouldn't say it's, you know, this is not an outstanding video game movie we're not talking um the new version of tomb raider which came out a few years ago we're not talking um what was the other oh, one
0: old, old, old other minute. <laughs> you mean, yeah do you mean angelina jolie tomb raider or
1: no the mean... other
0: one,
1: Oh. the one think... the other year J-Mo. What? the other year one was far better than the angelina jolie and i like angelina You've jolie me, J-Mo. that's crazy talk you're insane i know when... oh, but anyway <laughs> it's i th- I actually think it's, you know, it's a a lot better than expected. Um, Firstly, the way that they do Sonic, and obviously we know how bad that first iteration of the Sonic (laughs) CGI was. I mean, I've seen Boglins that look better than that, you know, for kids' toys. You know, there were things, it just looked awful. Um, But fair play, they've done the work and sonic actually you're watching it and it looks like sonic and it you know it is quite a faithful representation of what you'd imagine sonic to be mm. um in terms of how he talks as well again we've i think when sonic started to talk in the games was when i started to hate the sonic games mm. you know it was better when sonic just ran without talking and you just you just played as sonic without talking characters um but it's you know it's fairly well done the bit when obviously how they introduce sonic to the real world is kind of done like an 80s spielberg movie you know it's it's quite a slow build-up to him actually being introduced to someone Mm -hmm. and it's quite a nice build-up as well and i was quite pleasantly surprised i'm sitting there thinking oh my god that takes that takes a few nods from like say et or something like that obviously it's not anywhere (laughs) near as good as that (laughs) but it takes nods from it and i i really like that um the thing with so then jim carrey comes into it and jim carrey is playing psycho jim carrey we're talking cable guy jim carrey you know the really when when Jim Carrey has something really devilish to do, he's Mm. actually very, very good. I mean, personally, as far as I'm concerned, the best Jim Carrey performance was the Truman show. Mm -hmm. I think he was fantastic in that film. It's a great film and how it carries on to modern day. Who'd have thought that the Truman show would actually set up for how TV's become. (laughs) Um, You know, when you're watching Truman show, it was very, it was ahead of its time. Mm. really was. Um, but then you go jim carrey playing the type of characters he's, he's clearly you know it's pantomime villain area but he just does it so well um again really hard pressed to i can't imagine anyone else playing dr robotnik
0: yeah
1: and even when it when they announced it that obviously the sonic movie i laughed because i thought this is going to be absolute bollocks um but, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I say, it's, this isn't a great, great film, but it's a very watchable family movie.
0: Oh, see, Ben? You fucking see? You fucking <laughs> see, you prick? God, <laughs> fucking...
1: Why, right, oh, were you guys going to go and see, and see it? I don't
0: Sonic. I don't even like Sonic. Oh, it's really
1: going <laughs> to be Oh, bad. man, yeah. it's... Uh, as video game movies go, it's worth going to watch. Even if it's like when they do the £1 showings later on in the year, it's worth going to.
0: Yeah, I still haven't seen it, and it's um, your fucking fault, Ben.
1: God, this is the <laughs> decades right here. Do <laughs> you know the thing is? At the start of the movie, they've made this. Obviously, it still goes Sega. does it. That's that's Yeah, really but they've made a little collage of like Sega Mega Drive games all playing on the back, like the Marvel logo oh, so cool. before yeah. the Marvel films. But they've done it as a Sega logo. That is so and cool. I love it when they change like. Yeah, well, I was saying to like my son, I was like saying. I wonder if they make a film of Streets of Rage or Golden Axe, because it's in the little caption bit at the beginning. Mm. A Streets of Rage film would be amazing.
0: Oh, my Green fucking Lanterns in the fucking beginning of the old DC logo. We haven't said a fucking film with him yet,
1: have <laughs> we? Yeah, well, we did.
0: Not we're
1: okay now, Jmo. Yeah, we did. We, that was all good. we needed. <laughs> yeah, that was all we needed, yeah. I totally think, you know, unfortunately, he's gone on to better things you know far die, better die, things it's yeah all right.
0: it's all right we've got the hbo tv show coming in in a couple of years time
1: oh brilliant that's some Z list actor that's going <laughs> to be playing in that yeah by by which time it may get on amazon prime it may be at the back behind swamp thing where you can't <laughs> oh, find George. it
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so like... yeah no,
0: it's hbo um, guys it's hbo
1: there you go you need some h2o after watching it (laughs) alcoholic h2o that is yeah yeah um so i thought it was good i thought it was well worth watching i think i think if you don't go in with any preconceptions that this is going to be an amazing film because it's not it's just a good family video game film i'm
0: gonna make you fucking watch it ben one way or another (laughs) i swear to god
2: yeah oh, I'm sure Sonic. you will. Just, I just won't be spending money on... No, oh,
0: I'll take you to <laughs> You're going to
2: get it. free...
1: Oh, two for one Wednesdays.
0: <laughs> That's it, Meerkat movies, motherfucker. Meerkat movies, yeah, there you
1: go. You're going, Ben. We saw it. You've got it. Um. So just moving on, Um. I've been listening to loads of music. Loads of music. Um, the one thing I want to touch on, though, because there's a load of other... loads of bands. I've been listening a lot to the new Green Day album um father of all really 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 good um have you been listening to it at all ben uh, i i haven't listened to green day for a long time okay so this album it's very much so i i there's some bands in the world who just can continue carrying on and they still sound fresh you know green day you know that they've been around since the 90s and for them to still be as important now as they were back then with the type of music that they they play is pretty extraordinary. Because most of the other bands from that era that were like Green Day have sort of gone to the back. Yeah. They've, you know, they've disbanded. They don't make important albums anymore. Um, Green Day, this album, um, basically it's 25 minutes long, it's 10 tracks. Um, You'd expect with everything that's going on in the world, especially America, you'd expect Green Bay to come back with maybe American Idiot Part Three, Mm. a really politically charged um, album. And to be honest, they haven't. That's the most surprising thing. They've just made a straight up um, punk rock album. It's every song's no longer than, say, three minutes. All the songs are quite sharp. They're all very tuneful. Um, There's a couple of real standout songs that are probably some of the best that Green Day have done for a very long time. Um, But in terms of an album as a Green Day fan and just listening to, it's quite refreshing to see them come back with something very raw. And it's not, you know, it's not really well produced. It's just a very raw rock punk album. Um, There's a few, few tracks which sounds like very 60s, old school rock and roll a bit like a, um,
0: a bit like the Foxborough
1: hot tubs yeah yeah brand. yeah that's yeah there is yeah especially well my favorite track from it is um meet me on the rooftop and that's a very um Foxborough hot tubs type song it's mm. got a 60s rock punky vibe but punk didn't exist then but it's a very <laughs> short sharp um poppy punk rock song mm. um have you listened to it, then, Will? I
0: haven't, I haven't, but the way you're describing it, I quite like the Fox for Hot yeah. Tubs. I don't really like Green yeah. Day, but, yeah, Fox for Hot Tubs.
1: I think, I think there's so many bands that do take from their inspiration. I mean, Green Day have actually gone on record and said that this album's a bit like a, um, just a thank you to rock and roll through the ages. Mm. So they've tried to make a, a a punk rock album that sort of covers all eras rather than just doing a straight modernistic album because there's a lot of sound. It sounds a lot like the hives as well. Mm. So when the hives were really good back at the tail end of the nineties, <laughs> beginning of the noughties, they, I can't remember the name of the album, but they, they did an album and it, the red covered hives album. And it was really good. It was all short, sharp, like two minute, three minute punk songs. Mm. And this one it sounds like green day doing that. Um, Really, really good album. Um Your like new I say. Favourite band? That was it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That was a but this album's very similar to that one. You know, if you've liked that al that Hives album, this album's very similar. Um, obviously it's still got the Green Day sort of twangs about it, but it's it's more Green Day in that sort of era of rock and roll type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, really enjoyable, really enjoyable album. Like I say, because it's so Sure, it doesn't stay with you so long, but then after you've listened to it once, you just immediately put it on again. Um, there's not a lot of fluff in there. There's no filler. It's all proper. Like we were saying about the Cortina's album the last, on the mm. last month, every track you could listen to again and again and again. There's not many sort of slow dull songs on there. Um, it's almost like a little um, party album. It's good, really good. Awesome. um So yeah, really enjoying it. Right, moving on. um Ben, I think you're gonna love what I'm gonna be talking about now. I I do. I already will. I hope mic. you've got. Yeah, <laughs> have you got? Have you got toothache again? Get you, on you, will you got toothache? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Ben will just take over the podcast for a bit. <laughs> so, Jedi Fallen Order yes 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 um i i i'm amazed i didn't get this before christmas and i'm amazed i didn't get it when it came out i wasn't entirely sold on it to be honest um in terms people didn't really know what
2: it was what it was trying to be and there's been some questionable decisions made at ea with the star wars license and things haven't exactly gone to plan with it so yeah i think everybody was a bit trepidatious about about this one
1: i think that's the thing and i think also we're in a midst of maybe a bit of star wars overload in all yep, forms definitely. of media yeah, you yeah. know it will never stop my love of star wars but whereas marvel and other franchises that disney have got um you don't feel like you overloaded them to a certain degree, whereas Star Wars, it needs to be handled a little bit more responsibly, and I don't think Disney have handled it as responsibly as they should have. Um, you know, certainly Force Awakens was an amazing start for it, um, mm. but we've we've talked too much about the film, so I won't go there on the films. Um, but with Jedi Fallen Order, I'd seen all the... Rep- I, after it came out, I'd read about how people said, "Oh my God, it's a bit like Dark Souls. It's a Souls game." Oh wow, this is. I, everyone was surprised, you know. It takes things from Dark Souls. I wouldn't say it was a Souls Souls game. It's a, a lot very
2: people say, yeah, because it's so easy to to say it's like Souls, it's like Dark Souls, but actually, it's a little bit more like Sekiro than it is yeah. Dark Souls.
1: I I will say that I because i played a lot of sekiro when it came mm. out and i will say the combat i i i prefer sekiro because it feels a lot more challenging mm. full and order the first few hours is a real challenge because <laughs> you've just got all these things and it's very difficult but once you start to get certain force powers once you start to level up certain skills because you can you get the meditate areas which are like the bonfires in the souls games you get to them and then obviously that's where you could start to level up all your you've got your survival skills you've got your force skills and you've got your lightsaber skills as you start to level them up the game starts to come to you a lot more it's a lot um easier to do things And then with that, the challenge tends to go on some levels, which I was a little bit disappointed with Mm -hmm. because I loved the first few hours and I loved the challenges that were there. Um, But as you start to go to different planets, as you go to your ship, and the ship is very much like a small version of the Normandy. Love the design of it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the fact that, when you go to different planets you have to then sit in the cockpit and you see the ship taking off you actually it's really cool the characters that you're with are really cool bb1 your droid very very cool
2: one right
1: yeah it's like shit i can't oh
2: he is like the best fucking droid oh he's i mean better than all the others Okay, maybe not better the words, but he is very I cool. know
1: I know what you mean though because he is he's got a lot of character to him and you could quite easily see him in some sort of droid-based spin-off. He has if Disney Plus.
2: Yeah, he has actually got a lot of character. I don't know how far you've got, but there's there's stuff that happens I've... in the story where he's like, you know, he's yeah. a big part of it.
1: He's a massive part. Yeah. So basically I've gone I suppose it's no spoilers to say that Dothmere is in the game and I'm, I'm actually, so a little hint for anyone listening. If you want to get a better lightsaber, Once you unlock on your training planet, I would say it's a you would say it's a tutorial planet, but you end you do you can go back. I like the fact that you can go back and forward between these planets to find other secrets and everything. Mm -hmm. So you unlock the access to Dothmere, which if anyone knows Star Wars lore, that is where the malls come originate from. And the Night Sisters, the Night Sisters as well, but that's. We don't want to go too far into that because that's part of the game. So anyway, you can find an even better lightsaber on Dothmir. However, if you go there early on, because everything is so high ranked on that planet, (laughs) you've just got to run through it. Like basically you're doing a speed run on Dark Souls. You just have to run. Yep. And you have to run bloody fast to get to the really cool lightsaber <laughs> yeah. because it's quite deep into Dathomir's opening think, area. Because I think... I think you're
2: supposed to go to Dathomir
1: after... The second time on Kashyyyk.
2: Yeah. So actually mm. quite far into the game yep. you're supposed to go there. Yeah. Yep.
1: Well, that's where I am now. So so, so you've just come off Bagano, the first planet, and you... No, decided... no, no. Yeah, oh, okay, so, so you've been to... I've, I've been... Basically I'm I've done my second bit on Kashyyyk and oh, I've okay. now gone to Dolphmir. Um ah, all right. so Kashyyyk, Right there are areas on Kashyyyk where you are completely blown away. Yeah. And this is where so I'm not so there's a couple of planets that I don't really there's Zepho, I'm not really I like the tombs. Mm the tomb I think I think that is the main sort of
2: take like I think that's what they were going for with Zepho wasn't it it's the tomb yeah. so
1: this is the bit that I was really pleasantly surprised about so I don't want to ruin any of this surprise for anyone but I will say that zepho plays like a Tomb Raider game mm-hmm. yeah. or Enslaved remember Enslaved oh, it's like that what as well game. what a game that. I know so zepho plays like Tomb Raider but all of the all of the planets, when you first get on them, they start out like a Dark Souls area. But then there's stuff to traverse and climb. And it feels a little bit like an uncharted game uncharted. as well. Yeah, definitely. So yep. this is where the soul stuff sort of goes away a little bit mm-hmm. because then you're you're doing a platformer. And I thought that was really cool because you're not expecting it. Um I would I certainly wasn't. But then without saying anything. That's all I'm going to say. There's some lovely surprises in these planets. Yeah. Um, Kashyyyk, I just want to say the Shadowlands. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I first went to the Shadowlands, I was thinking, how the hell have they managed to get a blight town in here? I know. Because it did feel like that initially. Um, the way it's not a nice area when it begins in the bottom of it. But then, as you get higher up, it's a lot more mesmeric. It, mm. There's a feel to it. And yeah, I just, I, that second time on Kashyyyk, I thought it was phenomenal. The first time on Kashyyyk, the thing is, I'd seen the cutscene of when you land on Kashyyyk. And I wish I'd never seen that mm. because that's such a beautiful scene. It's such a great. But because
2: I'd a great set piece. Yeah. yeah.
1: But because I'd already seen it, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. this is such a good. I wish yeah. I'd never I wish seen it. Wish they that hadn't bit. shown
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I can understand why, because obviously that was a big, yeah, um, set piece. Set piece, and that
1: was going to sell copies. Oh yeah, it was, and it does it so well. Yeah. But then the next time, the second time you go to Kashik, the surprises are actually in the layout of the the. Extra bits because these planets, they're huge. Yeah. Like they start off small little areas and they just open up. The more you you search, they open up more. And then it all links around very nicely. Mm. All the shortcuts and you open up shortcuts and. And that reminds me a lot of Dark
2: Souls One, where the yep. whole world was so well interconnected and lots yep. of shortcuts
1: yep. and things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like, see. Have you played Sekiro yet? I haven't played, I've watched people play by right. So it. Sekiro is very different in that it opens up but it's one long path. Yes. But it's all connected, but it's a long path. And there's little bonfire bits that you can you know other bits in time, yeah. which is really cool. Um but this is and also this is what I liked about Sekiro. I, I love the way that it's just one long path and it does link round together in bits, but you just keep on going. You're almost like in a little tunnel. There are bits where it, you get to crossroads and certain areas that you go down, which you shouldn't go down because the enemies are a higher level. But you don't know that. Nothing's telling you what mm. to do. You just have to make your own way. But with Jedi Fallen Order, it all links round very nicely. Yes. But you never feel out of your depth um, and I think if anyone wants to play a Souls game but doesn't want the difficulty I think Fallen Check Order is out. a perfect yeah. way it, it's a great sort of introduction to that type of gameplay did you um, so
2: when you were on Bogano did you go and fight the Ogdo Bogdo
1: I did I so basically because there's no instructions whether to go into that cave or not so initially i went down because i saw it as like oh this is fun i can go in here yeah Yeah. and i went down yeah as well yeah yeah it's optional yeah and i went in there and i was just like this thing is a beast it's like a proper dark souls baddie within like the first hour yeah i i
2: it took me a while, and yeah. I'd, I'd watched some streams of people playing it before I bought it. Yeah. So I didn't know it was there. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. But I didn't <laughs> expect it to be that hard for myself because I watched other people really struggling with it. I think loads of people yeah. go in there and they expect, oh, yeah, I'll just defeat this. And yeah, I think it's one of those bosses that I could go back to it now and probably defeat it. Okay. But, yeah. but when you go into the game for the first time and don't realize just how difficult the game is. Yeah. And like you have to time your dodges so well, and mm. I mean, well, there's so many great boss fights just throughout the game. Yeah. yeah. But that one just sticks out as just some stupid thing, some typical Star Wars named thing, an Ogdo Bogdo. Yeah. You know, and it's like just some <laughs> stupid fat toad that's like constantly killing you over and over again. You're like, oh fucking hell! Well, it actually
1: sounds like something Will would listen to. It does. Yeah. Ogdo Bogdo the band. The band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it is it's uh, obviously you do you do come across more of these ogdo bogdos on bogano but they're nowhere near as tough as this one um, there's a section on bogano where you've got three of them and yeah. they're they're fairly simple to defeat um well, but you yeah
2: uh, i'd have a really memorable
1: moment for me i don't know if you've got to it yet but i won't say anything. shall we hold up a sec shall we just say <laughs> from here on in Will, if you wanna, we say spoilers, and then you can chop this onto the end of the podcast.
2: Uh, well, it's not really a spoiler. Okay. It's just like an area,
1: like. So go I'll, on. Then. There's so, spoilers, so... people. If you wanna skip for about a couple of minutes, because Will's probably dying anyway in a... <laughs> because he's bored of listening. But yeah, go on. Do it. But there's a there's a there's a section <laughs> on cheek where. It gets a bit avatar Are we talking the bit with the tree? Uh, yeah. Yeah, after the Shadowlands. So as yeah. you're going up yeah. and you've got that, the big bird. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying earlier about yeah. the Shadowlands. Because yeah. when you start off in the Shadowlands, it feels like Blight Town. Those spiders are horrible. Those oh, those slugs that spew fire, horrible little Sword things. fucking slugs, yeah. Yeah, spy- big, but they're big, fat, horrible, nasty spiders that just jump on you. Mm-hmm. And then you're frantically pressing the B button to get them off. Um, yeah, I, 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 I jumped a few times because of the spider bits.
2: And I will not say anything, but I cannot wait to see what you think when you finish this game. Like okay. When you've when you've seen the whole thing in its mm. entirety, and when you've seen the ending, and mm. and just how how well the whole thing is put yep. together, I can't wait to see what you think.
1: I will say that, that bit at, that bit at the top that we've just said, yeah, it. I mean, it does feel amazing, but mm. that bit at the top, it felt like a Zelda game as well. Yeah, very yeah. much like Legend of Zelda.
2: Yeah. Um, but I have to, you know, th- this this game. I mean, I have said this. Before I mean, whilst I loved the Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds even, sorry, two games, Outer Worlds. (laughs) Um, this was this was my game of the year for last year. I think it, and just I can't talk about stuff with you because you haven't finished it. Yeah, but there was stuff. There's just it's just a fantastic story, and I wasn't expecting because because EA they can make a good game in terms of Mm. gameplay Mm -hmm. they don't always make a good story and this game has a fantastic story and i actually really like all of the characters as well Mm -hmm. all of the characters are really great and yeah and and the villain is really great
1: as well yeah it's well written yeah really but that's that's not ea's ea have accidentally got a hit on their hands (laughs) you know they've accidentally because company making it respawn Respawn. it's no it's no surprise you think titanfall 2 has an amazing storyline that's respawn you know tight respawn if if respawn aren't with ea then ea don't have what they are now because i don't yeah i think respawn are dragging ea through the mud I wouldn't you know, be
2: surprised if Disney were really starting to worry about having the Star Wars license with EA. But now that they've come out with this and the success of Jedi Fallen Order, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Star Wars Jedi colon next game, whatever yeah. it's going to be called. So
1: this, this Jedi, these Jedi games, I think, are going to be a... I uh, think Respawn... I think. Well, I think Respawn now have got... Uh, Respawn could actually separate You know, I think Respawn are so good at what they're doing. I
0: think that EA really hold Respawn down because they fucked up launch of Titanfall two because they put it right next to Battlefield.
2: Yeah, you know, it's
0: just just like this is a studio that can make really good games, but they just never seem to be given the chance. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's that's spot on. They've like respawn titanfall 2 was right, so titanfall right. 2 is a game that just continues to be talked about mm-hmm. you know that story for it it's a short story it's only four or five hours long but man is it good what a story yeah 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 and
2: i think and- i think moving moving forward with with this series mm. as long as ea don't screw up with any sort of microtransactions or any other bullshit if they if they can just adapt this and and make it so you know i think one one criticism i would have of the game is there there isn't enough rpg sort of elements to the game like you could have had mm. gear that would have specific stats or you could have had different lightsaber parts did different things yep. to the lightsaber like changed the damage or you know things that weren't just cosmetic so they could they could definitely take things up
1: to the next level and it would be Oof. Having said that, I yeah, do like same. the fact that it's it's quite you've got these cool little things like building your lightsaber. Do
2: you know but what's cool about the lightsaber? It's light quite sabers?
1: simplistic, and I love that.
2: It is, it is. And I think as a starting point, it's great. But if you were to have the same system again, I think mm. it would then feel lackluster.
1: Yeah, I think you could, but then you could add things like different types of shapes of blade. Mm. So imagine if you could have like um. You have the cross guard yeah something well there that's the thing i i was expecting i was expecting a kylo Ren type lightsaber attachment to be honest there unless there is something that i'm gonna get later on
2: there's some cool stuff coming
1: that's okay what cool. Say. cool there's some okay. really cool i won't I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut then the lightsaber gets cooler what's what Does it say? okay yeah. cool. <laughs> cool well I say, I do have a very cool lightsaber at yeah. the moment anyway. Tell you, tell you what's Not quite Not dragging, cool, though. Hey! <laughs> tell, <what>, <laughs>
2: yeah, tell you what is quite cool, though, about yeah. um, just, a, just, a, just a small little thing that I thought was quite neat, was that some of the lightsaber parts that you could put on and collect are mm-hmm. actually the same parts that you can um, build your lightsaber with at um, Galaxy's Edge. At World. Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah so, so you can actually build so if you've if you've gone to um Galaxy's Edge in Disney and you've and you've built Not many people a cool in this country have been there yet. No, true. But if you've done <laughs> it you can go into Jedi Fallen Order and you can find those same parts and you can build your own lightsaber that you oh, built there. I oh, thought that's quite a cool That's really
1: it, only, it Well, you yeah. like that's...
0: ten times the price of the game to do it as well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be flying so out there tomorrow.
1: When are we all going? Are we yeah, going to do a yeah. live podcast from Galaxy's Edge? I really, <laughs> no, wouldn't I, that I, be a I touch? I am
0: going to Orlando next week and I really oh. I really wanted Oh, check you I out really Moneybags to go to Galaxy's Edge just to rub it in all your faces but I genuinely <laughs> don't care about it enough to do that so. <laughs> oh man.
1: You would if they had a Star Trek area. Yes, I definitely would. If yeah. Disney, yeah. <laughs> but then th- that is where Disney have actually I I love the fact that Disney have built that. You know, that is one of the things I like about Disney having the license. Mm. But I just don't like how they handled they thought they could get the films out. Mm. They almost rushed the trilogy that could have maybe given a few more years after last Jedi to yeah. get to rise because rise i love rise yeah. of skywalker i really yeah. do but i think given a bit more time just that could have been the greatest of the films it was like
0: planning really wasn't but, it when they first yeah it was
1: yeah the new, the new i think but yeah so that's me that's my awesome. films
0: here we go and JMO, what is your song for the month um
1: i would like green day meet me on the roof
0: Right, okay I'm gonna talk next about my uh, media Yo. memoirs. God. So I guess first we'll I'll start with the uh with the music, uh like uh like JMO didn't. Um
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I had to think back then if we started with music Just or not.
1: Fired right? like, did he start in with the your music? face did he start with the Oof. music?
0: No he didn't. I thought you did. That's why I started with that sentence. Anyway, so um I went, to, I went to another live music event this past month god what are you doing so no i'm just out and about all the time out and about getting out getting, and getting out getting about getting the coronavirus yeah you know, all sorts
1: yeah <laughs> awesome awesome so yeah. this will be our last podcast this year yeah. then <laughs> we've actually made a record two, two podcasts now this year so you know there'll be a, there'll be a frost
2: coronavirus special yeah
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, let's not get
1: into well, that again guys <laughs> we'll be here so
0: uh, yeah, yes obviously trained it up to london uh i'm going to talk about the experience as well of getting of, of my entire trip not just the music just because i think it's interesting um so the trains you know i don't think it's actually possible to get from from norwich to uh to london on the train all in one go on a weekend anymore i think they thought right you know what fuck it we're gonna make them go on buses every weekend until the <laughs> universe collapses
1: i'll tell you what that's a very long replacement bus service if you go from well, norwich to london on a replacement got on bus
0: a and then got off at ingate zone and then a bus from Ingatestone zone to fucking oh god i don't know where it was somewhere on the outskirts
1: in gate zone I, have you gone through a quarantine area <laughs> yes. it's a coronavirus quarantine yeah.
0: <laughs> i forget where it was it was like forest park or something I don't know, on the central line right out in zone four and then you trained train it into london which was kind of helpful because it meant i could just go past liverpool street and straight on to where i needed mm. to go but anyway it took about three hours which was always which was fun but you Ooh, know yes anyway i got to yeah. my hotel and I said i didn't think this genuinely happened to people <laughs> but i got to the hotel uh, which was the um double tree on hyde park and uh, they gave me a free room upgrade, which I was quite. I was like, oh, thanks, that's really nice. <laughs> so I got quite a nice large room with a queen size bed and everything, an espresso coffee machine. I was like, oh, it's turned out to be a good trip. Note
1: show. how he said queen size rather than king size.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, thanks Hilton for that. Their, their um, Hilton Honors uh, membership is uh, quite quite worthwhile. I've I found in my stays.
1: With with hilton so jeez just... Yeah,
2: what are they, are they? sponsoring this fucking episode <laughs>
1: no, no wonder he's got like yeah. he's got a sponsorship deal that we don't know about.
0: Yeah. But yeah, well, you get a nice warm cookie at checkout, a check-in as well, which I think is so just Yeah,
1: you get a warm cookie at checkout. Right now, toodaloo. Like oh, things... here you go. Have a warm cookie. Sorry, check-in, yeah. check-in.
0: But that's like very unique and you know, you know you wouldn't really get that like most places would you like or a free
2: upgrade would like, yeah, you I know. <laughs> travel lodge
1: main rival mario well, wouldn't t- do that would they travel lodge <laughs> can't really upgrade anyway no, they're all, they're all, the, all same.
0: the same but yeah so that was nice um i really enjoyed that unfortunately on my checkout the lift was broken so i had to go and like <laughs> I was like looking around for the stairs and this maid who didn't speak English was like trying to like motion at me to follow her. And she led me down like the staff stairs to like the outside back of the building. And I was like, hold on a minute. That's them hold trying to get rid I thought, of you. I've got to check out first. I'm just sitting there on the street. <laughs>
1: did you get a warm cookie as they kicked you out? No,
0: but he did say he did say apologies for the uh, lift situation. Uh, as a note, Hilton, apologies for the cleaning. If you listening, um, your lifts are all terrible in every hotel, and I always feel like they're going to break when I'm inside them. And now that fear <clears> has <throat> been confirmed, well, it does happen. Uh... There goes
1: that's the sponsorship deal <laughs> down the pan, <laughs> innit? it? Uh, anyway,
0: so to the gig. It was at, uh, quite. I just I just had a lot of experiences that I want to share with everyone there. Um. So yes, it was at um, Hammersmith <clears throat> Apollo. Which yep. is really easy to did get you... to from Hyde Park, actually. It's like two tube yep. stops, you switch, and then two tube stops. So I was like, so simple. And then it's right outside the station. So you literally yep. don't have to do any kind of figuring anything out because it's all, all there. So a very good
1: venue. Did you find it a lot safer than Brixton Academy? <laughs> I did.
0: I did find it a lot safer, mo Oh my god! You
1: were you were in your comfort zone. I, with did, the posh I did feel people. a bit more
0: comfortable with these mm. like <laughs> high-rise, Not, like <laughs> Victorian-style yeah. buildings around me.
1: Not us scummy <laughs> middle uh, people that go to Brixton Academy no. and love it. No, no, yeah, no. I, I, no. I like I'll, I'll go Academy to the Apollo. I just
0: didn't like Brixton. I was like, well, oh, I love it Brixton. It's the, the heart. like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get mugged. <laughs> definitely. But I didn't feel that at Ham Smith. I was like, you know what? I, I wouldn't get mugged
1: you know, in a million years. No, no, you get mugged for coffee. A coffee <laughs> costs you about £10, so it's a different type of mugging. Oh, <laughs>
0: anyway, so I got there, and the queue was also quite short compared to um, Hatsune Miku, which I enjoyed. Um, people in the queue, as always, friendly enough. Um, you know, in the, for a lot of concert you know, venues and things like that, the queue is like a little family isn't it really of, of people that all like the yeah. same thing so anyway queued up got in got a beer red stripe that's what you got to have when you're at a music event of course uh yeah. <laughs> all
1: these sponsorship deals just gonna rock and yeah. roll yeah, <laughs> until in. you say it tastes of shit and then we lose the sponsorship
0: <laughs> <laughs> i quite like red stripe it's rare to find in this part of the country so i was like i'll have a bit of that hmm. the beer of music but... or whatever anyway
1: <laughs> that's because it <laughs> takes not ages not to body transport body. by bus to N- d- norwich <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say it used to be so easy when it was one train <laughs> journey now it's several bus journeys yeah. it takes long to transport stuff
0: anyway yes so the um support act started who were creeper they were all right yes they were quite, but i think i think the problem was <laughs>
1: I like them. I like that band.
0: They obviously have a big fan base that had come just to see them as well, right? Yeah. And security did not anticipate the amount of
1: crowds that would
0: happen. And (laughs) this poor kid... Like I saw it in like slow motion. He goes over the barrier straight onto his head, and (laughs) the band like the lead singer stops singing almost Mm -hmm. immediately and jumps down to kind of make sure he's all right. Mm -hmm. And the band keeps playing for a few seconds, then it all stops and they, to their credit this is something i don't think many bands would do yeah. they help him up onto the stage and they're like oh there's been a casualty guys what's your name and this kid is obviously either concussed or terrified yeah. <laughs> he like mumbles it's his name advice. into the microphone and they kind of take him off and they, then they play their song again but i thought that was like very considerate like you wouldn't you wouldn't really have many bands that that would do that I think that was uh, jumped out. Oh, they,
1: they are, I mean, Creeper are a really good band. I saw them play the Coco a couple of years ago. The Coco's in Camden. It's It had a fire in it last year, but it's a really nice, nice venue. But their debut album, Eternity in Your Arms, is amazing.
0: I enjoyed, I enjoyed what I heard of them. I think the lead singer's Mike was up a bit too much, but uh, other than that, very good a good kind of opening act for baby metal kind of went with the crowds kind of tastes definitely which is always a good thing um yeah so i was in the seats this time which i found less exciting because i didn't really want to be killed in in the in the middle down there um but what i noticed from my perch was that the sides of the uh, of the standing area seemed to be relatively safe. So yeah. next time I will uh, just do the sides instead. Because the um... that's a
1: tip for any gig, yeah. any gig, any festival gig, go to the sides and you get close to the band as well from the sides.
0: So uh, yeah, the um, the balcony was filled with a quite an interesting collection of uh, kids, their dads, and uh, <laughs> and there was this man I couldn't believe it, like he's like in his full World War Two like uniform complete with medals <laughs> right on his chest what? and i was like what is happening <laughs> oh
1: that's uh, that's a proper like um metal gig fan though <laughs> you know people go into metal gigs dressed mm. like that you know it's almost like the oh what's it old war jackets and stuff and like this that this the legitimately it's like 80
0: look. year old man yeah. who was yeah. legitimately wearing <laughs> anyway so quite an... he probably goes to wine maiden gigs <laughs> as well But yeah, um, and um, it's funny during during Creeper, the guy, the main guy, swore quite a lot. And there was a dad sitting Mm. next to me, and every time he said the word fuck, I could hear this dad with his like I don't know ten year old daughter. I could feel him like tensing up every time the guy swore. (laughs) I was like, oh,
1: he's probably going to say, now remember, now remember, honey. Don't use that words. They do it for artistic license. <laughs> yeah. Don't use those swear words. Now, fucking get on with it. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Um. And then obviously, Baby Metal came on, and they have a really cool intro video, which uh, I always find good when when they put on a show. You know, when a band puts on like a a really good kind of uh, you know interactive yeah. show. And so the you know the intro video comes on, really cool. Yeah. And then there they are, there they are, Baby Metal in front of me, and real people, real this time. people this time. Mm. Yes, real. Real.
1: They are actually. So this isn't some hologram standing up in front of you.
0: No, this is a. You know. This is it's a real, flesh. <laughs> real flesh.
1: I do know Baby Metal though. I know this band. This is a band I know of. <laughs> I think this band are so unique. They definitely are. They are so unique.
0: And it was like yeah. they've obviously just released their latest album. And a lot of bands would just kind of mainly play songs from the latest album, with peppered in with a couple of favourites. But this was pretty much just a greatest hits show. Yeah. Even and there was even some songs that aren't on the um the Western releases of these of these uh, of these albums that were like Jap- Japan exclusive uh, tracks. They even played some of those, which was very cool. Um, and it was really like really high energy. But again, at the balcony, you know, there's this there's a song where you kind of meant to do the the kitsune symbol, which is kind of like the rock. Hand symbol, but you kind mm-hmm. of make a little fox uh, with with the middle fingers and thumb. You meant to kind of like you know throw that out there and, and everything, kind of like uh, I'm trying to do. Yeah. It. I can't and it's I can't well, I'll do I have it. to show it to you later. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the balcony was just really like <laughs> dead. Like no <laughs> no one was really getting that into it, and I was like, oh, I feel like a fool. I mean, I, I still did it and and sang and stuff, but it was very calm compared to compared to how I assumed it would be. Uh, perhaps there were some there were some people getting into it, but uh, mm. yeah. And the other the other the other kind of problem with um like I really enjoyed it. It was really fucking good. But the the other problem with metal because they're so high energy and they are constantly dancing around and 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 you know doing dance moves. The set is an hour long, which is quite a short amount of time for a yeah, head, for that a headline is... act. Um, so it does kind of feel like it ends very quickly, uh, which is a shame. But then they did their greatest hits and you know, everyone had a good time and you kind of Mm. know you understand the reasoning for why it is such a short set um yeah yeah and then the funny kind of britain thing uh like you know how like for an encore most people will just shout the name of the band (laughs) Well, uh, in 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 London, they were just like <laughs> I thought this was so British. They were just like singing, away, 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 away. you know, the old football chant, <laughs> right? And yeah. I was like, well, this would yeah. only happen here, wouldn't it? This would only happen. <laughs> uh, so that that
1: really is funny. that's cringe-worthy because <laughs> yeah, normally a band like that is cringe. <laughs> you know, I I mean I remember when. I saw Block Party last summer down in Brighton and I think they were just chanting Kelly, Kelly obviously from of Kelly the front man for Block Party mm. but they were just like Kelly, <laughs> Kelly but it is it's coming out some of this stuff that they chant for an encore <laughs> it's um a little bit Cringy. We did obviously
0: tried baby metal as well, but when that didn't work, we obviously went back to the old British standby.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, baby metal doesn't really have a <laughs> ring to it. Baby metal, yeah. baby metal. It sounds like actual March, yeah. baby metal.
0: But no, it was, yeah. uh, it was really good and visually very good as well. Like, there's a lot of like pyrotechnics. Uh, and things like yeah. that it was it was great i very much enjoyed it and i got
1: home well they put together proper dance routines yeah, don't they yes yeah. so it's almost it like really seeing,
0: is you know how a boy band would be on stage or like you know the yeah. spice girls or whatever <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> but yes very well very they good. they kind of are that's mm. that's the that's the draw of them to be honest they you know they can they can go and do a gig at hammersmith apollo they can play glastonbury Mm. they can play download and they still have a huge amount of fans watching them um they they're a bit like one of these bands at the moment they're so big because they do cover every sort of genre Mm. within their music yeah and you know you're not let you're not missing out as it were because they they are very poppy. Yeah,
0: some of their songs are but definitely they, more poppy than
1: They've got some riffs. Mm. So their songs have real proper riffs and metal energy in there as yeah. well. It's very clever. It's very clever what they've come up with. Definitely. Because there is no one else around doing that at the moment. No,
0: there are a few other kind of copycat bands um from Japan called there's one called like um is it Lady Baby I think? Who, who, uh, who were kind of similar to them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, it was a really good experience. I'm really glad I got to see them live, because, uh, mm. man, some of those songs.
1: What were the outfits like? Because they've got some crazy designs. So they used
0: the, um, the uh, Metal Galaxy outfits, the new album outfits, yeah. which are kind of, they used to be, so the um the Metal Resistance was kind of like, uh so their original album was kind of like a black and red kind of outfits. Yeah.
1: It- it's like an Emperor mm. type look.
0: And then yeah. yeah, and then their second album is kind of like similar but with gold. And um, with like mm. Metal Galaxy is like um, shiny black kind of uh, outfits really mm. with a little bit kind of bits of silver on them. Very cool indeed. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's it's a shame that kind of one of the one of the original members <coughs> did did leave because she was really ill. So they kind of replaced her with uh, a, someone who doesn't sing but does the dance move so that it's still symmetrical. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah that's, that's interesting
1: it was more like replaced with someone just to fit in yeah just to kind of rather than someone space, that actually yeah. uh, brings more to yeah,
0: it yeah but that's very that's very kind of J- k-pop K- K- bands uh kind mm. of style of how to do things anyway so yes very enjoyable very good and uh yeah i would definitely like to go and see them again standing with all of the you know the energy down there it would be i think a lot more fun mm. but still very good very good indeed any questions <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think we've covered the whole subject what, there what yes, that's it
0: i think we've covered everything Good, great yet. okay moving on excellent moving on. Great.
1: let's move on to the next topic
2: <laughs> I
0: yeah. um yeah. i bought a nintendo switch last month Yay!
1: <laughs> welcome to the revolution there rule. we go
0: it's a switch Lite. um yeah.
1: <laughs> which i i think so this... you can't dock it for the tv yeah, unfortunately. i don't have a tv so that's fine um oh, fine you can watch youtube for it then
0: yeah <laughs> it's not like i have a phone for that or anything
1: but yeah. no but no, i just use the switch light yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go
0: but yes and i have been enjoying playing a variety of games obviously i've played some weeb games there's one called ascendant hearts that was very good visual novel but that's not what i'm going to talk about i'm mm-hmm. going to talk
1: oh how's the how, what do you think of the e-shop
0: yeah the e-shop um I think it's interesting. I think the way it's kind of organized and categorized, could maybe do with some improvement. But uh, it
1: is very when they have sale stuff, you just end up going down, and there's so much <laughs> stuff when they put up a sale. Yeah. It's, it's
0: just, just loads of stuff. Everything. I think what I've been doing is just looking through the a lot of the weekly releases and stuff.
1: See yeah. If
0: anything catches my eye, because the big major selling games don't really change until the big major games come out so uh, nah, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. And i've played some uh, some sardew valley as well and obviously as, as uh, nice was saying it is the perfect uh yeah, switch for switch game i'll be
2: uh, yeah. i'll be talking about that later oh, for sure nice nice um but the yeah.
0: game i've most i've also played pokemon um, which uh which uh pokemon um, sword which is very good as well mm. um but the game i'm going to talk about it's not a nintendo switch exclusive and it's actually really oh. old
1: <laughs> yeah but you're playing it on the switch yes,
0: and it's a it is the yeah. perfect kind of way to relive yeah. this incredible
1: experience. Oh, no. like
0: this game as as oh, games no. from movies go this game is the oh, best no. game made in oh, the okay. kind
1: of uh, I know, you know oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, I thought you were gonna like say I, w- I was just looking through my switch thinking <laughs> I don't see need for speed the one on here. <laughs> How the hell did he get that on there? Um he's hacked it.
0: It's uh it's uh Ghostbusters the video game remastered.
1: Yeah. Right? Cool, now, cool this game. game
0: when it came out was already incredible. Okay, <laughs> it was Ghostbusters three and it has all of the original voice cast back and you basically play as a new recruit to the ghostbusters team mm. and it is like fucking forget that fucking stupid reboot ghostbusters that came out even though that is a fine film this is ghostbusters mm. 3 this is the continuation if you love those two movies and you haven't played mm. the video game go and get it now because it is so true to the story and even some of the like inconsequential kind of side characters have little cameos in it as well, and the controls on the Switch, because it was the first game I played, I did find it yeah. quite awkward at first, cause especially for kind of like a almost like a first-person shooter. Mm. With the Switch, yeah. like when you're kind of holding it in your hands, they're a bit awkward. It would really obviously be much more easy on. One of the controller things that you, you know, slide out your Joy-Cons and put put them into the controller. However, I did get used to it in the end, and I've gotten quite good. At, I've, I've gotten quite good at it now, so that's nice. I've kind of gotten used to it. But yeah, yeah. and it just the, the, the remaster is like you know the particle effects are a bit better. It all looks a bit because obviously this game came out on you know PS2, PS3, Xbox 360, yeah. right? So it's fairly old, even though it doesn't feel like it's fairly old, and it just looks great. It's just perfect for this, like you know, pick up and play kind of. The mm. only the only problem mm. the only problem I would say with the kind of having it as a pick up and play game is that because it's an old game, you can't save any anytime you want. So you have to make sure that you've hit a point where it's saved. Otherwise, you're gonna have to go back and play, you know, a level again, which is a which is a problem that we yeah. don't really have anymore in modern gaming. So it does feel kind of a bit dated in that respect.
1: But uh, yeah,
0: I just fucking it's... fucking love it.
1: No, I've I've been looking at getting this for the Switch because I think it's um I think it's a great game anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's um in terms of movie franchise games, I don't think if you did a list of them, it would always be close to the top. I think. Oh, yeah. I can't think of I can't think of another movie licensed game that encompasses its its um subject so closely Lord actually. <laughs> Yeah, the Murder of Rings of the games. King. Return of the King, yeah. <laughs> that was a great game. I, I mean we say that about Star Wars as well, <laughs> but I think in terms of something that really follows the movies.
0: Yeah, it's like really think... like you know it really does just I mean it's pretty much straight after, you know, the second the second game and stuff. It's just Oh I yeah. mean the second movie, sorry, and stuff. And it's just Yeah. I dunno it was written by the you know, the creators of Ghostbusters. You know, it's just this love letter to the series and, and for the fans as well, you know? oh
1: Yeah. So have you done it multiplayer with anyone yet? Because there were an online so co-op on there. I don't think
0: there? that the multiplayer is currently included in the remaster. Right. I think they want to add it in the future. I, I, yeah, I guess that depends on how well it did. I, I, mean, I don't think it like
1: blew up any sales records. So. No, no. it's Well, it was just like a, a bit of sheen over mm. an old game, though, yeah. wasn't it? Because it's been re-released on the PS4 and the Xbox One yeah, as well. I I but sad. the idea is that the Switch version is the one that they really wanted to put out mm. because the Switch and that type of game work so well. Yeah. Um, I think you're you're looking at the switch is very good for these unique game experiences Mm -hmm. you know and they because the levels are quite they're quite um short so if you can play them on a bus or on the train the levels don't feel over long Mm -hmm. which is why it fits into the handheld
0: absolutely
1: um gaming idea quite nicely yeah so
0: yeah, I've just been I've just so, been really loving my Nintendo Switch. I took it with me to London, and played it on the train. Nice. It is just a great. Little... On the bus as well. Play on the bus you know, you like, go change oh, the bus. You know, buses are a bit dodgy, aren't they? No. But how is that any different? to the <laughs> well, you feel you you feel safe on the train, <laughs> don't you? Right, there's guards on the train. There's guards on the train. Right, if any if any crims come out, you can get them sorted out. <laughs> on a bus, it's like free sort like wild west, free for all. Sick on the like floor. Wild right? west. You know, sick on the floor. This is people listening to. This rap is all very.
1: Music.
0: Anything could happen. Anything can happen.
1: This is all very Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's my game. And then TV, you know, I haven't really, I haven't really watched mm. much TV other than, you know, Doctor Who and Star Trek, which I'm still not ready to talk
1: about. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Who was brilliant the other like week. I guess
0: we could talk a little bit about Doctor Who, but then spoilers, yeah. definitely, okay, because I don't think I can talk yeah. about this series Without talking no. about spoilers, so if you want,
1: to be... there's a lot in. But this series, it's feel like there's a lot of episodes that don't really balance together. But now we're coming to the end of mm. it, it's all started to come together quite nicely. Yeah, it
0: definitely feels like. I mean, oh, last season in Doctor Who was fucking shit, except for a couple of
1: episodes. Oh, I love the one with the witches. You know the one where they have the witchcraft stuff and everything. No, I don't think I watched that. I one. think I it was the, the third one. episode. I didn't watch. Oh, really? That was fantastic. That was the third episode, I think. Like, I really liked that one. Like, I like De- "Demons of the Punjab" was a really good episode. Yeah, that was that was great. That was really well done because it was the um yeah because it was the two families, wasn't mm. it? They were they had like problems with each other, but they. They, there was a marriage in the family one the the girl was from one side the guy that was marrying her was from another side mm. it was almost like a romeo and juliet type yeah it was scene. set kind of
0: around the time um india i think pakistan was, was
1: set oh maybe. yes that was it yeah and it was the warring factions between the mm. two of them yeah that was good that was a good one but really it didn't have a
0: like it didn't have yeah doctor who usually has this like little trail of breadcrumbs leading up to the leading up to the end where it didn't have any of that you know and it just it fell flat for me last season
1: what was the um well actually having said that now we're talking about it i what do you think of jodie whittaker because i'm quite i like her as a doctor i think she's very much like a david she reminds me of david tennant see i think
0: the problem the problem with all the characters in this new version and I think that goes the same for the Doctor as well. Is that like, I couldn't tell you anything about any of these characters really, off the top of my head. And the Doctor especially is just an empty shell.
1: <laughs> Not even Graham. Like Bradley Walsh is
0: I think brilliant he's the, in the, it. Maybe the one exception, but even yeah. even
1: then, like all I could tell you is his wife died. Like. Well, that was the thing. That was the big thing at the start of this the season, the first season yeah. she was in. He became such an important character because of that. Yeah. And it was quite, because it dealt didn't she have cancer or something? Yeah, I think is so. that why she passed away? Yeah. She got caught by yeah. the chaser. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. She got caught by the chaser. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. 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 Bradley Walsh is right. Come on. Right. Are you going to go for a thousand? Or are you going to go for 64,000? 64, 64,000. And then a Dalek came down and zapped her. <laughs> But yeah, I just
0: think a lot of yeah. the characters feel very hollow. And I think that's still a problem, uh, now. Like fuck it, I don't even know what the it's other guy's the... called, to be honest. I
1: fucking car It's the it's the side characters that uh, the 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 friends. I think
0: I think this is always.
1: Doctors we, this, friends.
0: This is a problem, isn't There's too many of them. But then that hasn't been an issue before when there was like Martha and Jack and all. Like the, the, you know, they've had lots of companions uh, before. Yeah. So I don't know what it is.
1: Well, I don't know what it is. Speaking of Jack. Yes. Captain Jack, that was great. That was. It was it was really good. Without going. Like, well, obviously, I mean spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do well let's just say people we're not going to spoil it spoil it but we may mention some names mm, yeah
0: you yeah, know him 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 uh, him popping up was uh, was pretty good and a good little mm. throwback um yeah yeah uh, just and i think the master again is really good this is yeah. a really good version of the master um from what we've seen so far and obviously it's about to go crazy uh, as, mm. as of yet, yeah. the last episode hasn't hasn't, hasn't aired yet. Season.
1: Well, the thing is, though, the Master was only in it for a couple of episodes. No. not even You know, and obviously when the big reveal of the Master came in, and then we'd not seen the Master again for a while, no. which for characters so big, like the last time the Master was in Doctor Who, she, obviously she was a female Master, and she was in it for the majority of those seasons. Yeah. That was... Was that Matt Smiths or Peter Capaldi's? Yeah,
0: Peter
1: Capaldi, uh, yeah. yeah, but that was a really, really good, memorable master storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she was a complete bitch, <laughs> and she, but she was good as well. You liked, you liked seeing her in it. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's sort of, it's almost felt like they decided they needed to add something else in from the Doctor Who universe. Yeah. Who can we add? Oh, I know. Let's just get the Master yeah. back. Although he's a good master, and he's, you know, I don't think he's as good as previous one. No. Um
0: And then obviously I think John, I John like... Sims Master is the best. But then they had him, yeah. they had him back again with Peter Capaldi yeah. as well, so that that was quite good.
1: There was also the. Um, the one that, the episode two episodes ago, I thought was brilliant. The the one with Mary Shelley. That was good. And the Frankenstein. It's always
0: good when they and, do these character pieces that focus on the yeah. time period. And it isn't too much about, you know, it isn't too much about the, like the, the Da Vinci episode was, a, was was a classic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. again, Demon's all... Job. like these are the good ones. These are the, the, when Doctor Who does its does its best work is yeah. when it focuses on just these small little...
1: Plots from history. Yeah yeah but that's the thing doctor who does have this whole thing about it where it can morph in and out of history mm. see on this one i don't know what the hell they were doing on that planet with those on that um what was it that hotel resort on the planet
0: the hotel resort god i've already
1: the oh dime. yeah yeah that was an awful episode <laughs> that was dreadful was but then the actual the monsters they had in mm. it were really good monsters, but they just didn't use it properly.
0: It's really like Doctor Who is getting really politically correct. And they really are shoving down our throats that global warming is happening. And they do it a lot, oh, don't they? In, the, in this new version. It's
1: really... Yeah. Well, we had the one with the plastic, yeah. didn't we? And then all the plastic had taken over the earth. God's sake. But again, that one had some good moments yeah. in it. Like, obviously the um the gay couple and they had to um one of them went to save the world mm. type oh, thing that's right. and it was that that was really but that character because of the way they they set the character up you actually like the character because they did a lot of character depth mm. with him in such a short space of time say,
0: fucking do that much character depth on the actual fucking characters and the goddamn fucking tv
1: <laughs> i know i know oh. but I would say I've enjoyed this season. I, I like Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, but I'm worried that she's not going to get enough time.
0: I just yeah, I just still feel like I don't really know who she is. You know, like, you never had that problem with like David Tennant or Matt Smith. You knew who they were as the Doctor.
1: But they had more seasons to carry it off. I guess so. Whereas, you know, they, David Tennant was doing it for like four seasons yeah, or something. I
0: guess. I guess and
1: Matt true. Smith was the same as well. See, Peter Capaldi.
0: Even I don't, he, had, he like, should have
1: been amazing. Even he
0: had like his defining characteristics, which was that he was yeah. a bit of a grumpy old bloke. Just Jodie Walker, yeah. just she's just a woman. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to be this like fucking, you know, you know, Trump supporter kind of, you know, right wing, but just she just doesn't have much characterization, in my opinion. You know, she doesn't, she's not had a moment, a doctor moment, you know, where you think, oh, fuck yeah, that is the doctor, isn't it? You know like she just she just kind of feels like yeah
1: but again i think the energy she puts in though she does have a lot of energy which i i think the energy she has comes across quite well yeah. um, but then we've got another doctor
0: <laughs> it's so stupid like, I hope that ties in somehow, because mm. obviously the market is yeah. hinting that everything that she knows is a lie, and it's just going to come out that yeah. it's all a fucking dream or something. And, like she wasn't really the Doctor; <laughs> she's just some woman with a mental illness, because the Earth is like choking itself on greenhouse gases or something ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then we have like the Cybermen have come into it as well, and I love what they've done with this iteration of the Cybermen
0: it's definitely interesting to have you kind of see the inside you know and then obviously last week you know because it's the final you know two-parter we're gonna not really understand what's happening but yeah the the bit the bit in like what is meant to be ireland was very interesting and you're like where's that gonna go then yeah what's this all about yeah but yes okay so uh that's it and my song for the uh, for the month is uh, Oh Imagine I by Baby Metal. It's a fun little kind of pirate shanty tune uh, in their style, which I think is quite unique. So here it is. <laughs> Ben what are your media memoirs for this
2: month okay so my media memoirs (laughs) (laughs) okay great um I'm going to start with the music just like JMO didn't um Um... well that's it I'm off (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's off you're done yeah so um in Parla, I don't know if you know. Who yeah, they are. No, I know Tame Tayman
1: Tame, yeah. Parla. Yeah, they're really good.
2: Um, he's brought out a new album. Literally, yeah. not like I think it was like last week or the week before. Yeah. Uh, called the Slow Rush. Um, and he's a he's an artist that I've only recently got into. I remember I, um, I think it was yeah yeah because it was Glastonbury. I was, it was just like one of the i was watching one of the uh just like the highlight shows for glastonbury yeah It was just like you know just showing all the different um main highlights mm-hmm. and he came on and he was singing um oh. the less i know the better and i remember thinking to myself like oh god this is this is a this is weird this is a weird sort of style of music and I remember when I was listening to it I was like oh who would want to listen to this this is really weird and then as it was just all in the background I started thinking to myself like oh do you know what this is actually pretty cool <laughs> this is pretty great um because I'd never really listen I haven't really listened to anything like his stuff before um and he's he sort of said it himself like he, he's been like really heavily in- influenced by this sort of like nineteen sixties nineteen seventies like really psychedelic rock yeah and yeah. um very it's a bit like, it's very electronic really chilled um and it can be so, sort of quite pop rocky as well yeah um but this 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 new album i've I've been really enjoying listening to it over the last week or so um some of the 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 singles that came out before are on there like borderline. It might be time and posthumous forgiveness. Really great tracks, um, and I, I mean, there's some really great new ones on there as well, like on on track "Lost in Yesterday." One more year is really great as well. The starting track, um, and it's just it's just one of those artists that I've not really ever like. I've never listened to this style of music before, and I really love discovering these sort of new new um that sounds really like fucking pretentious but like these new sounds you know like these new um different like you know it's very easy to stay in your bubble Mm -hmm. and you know i'll just sit here and listen to indie rock and you know, for the for the rest of time,
1: but. <laughs> oh, I could, I could quite, <laughs> yeah. Do <that>. yeah, now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, now,
2: But um, no, I, I really, really like Tame Impala and it's just such a chilled out, like Currents as well, the previous album was a really mm. chilled out album.
1: That album, was I, I knew so many mates who loved that album.
2: So good, so yeah. good. I mean, he's not afraid to make a good seven minute long song, which I love, and I think his music style really fits with that like you kind of don't you know if you did a like three minute song it wouldn't feel right like he really makes these songs like i don't know like they're they're them it's really hard to describe but they just they just feel right being like a really nice long six or seven minutes they really fit because there's, there's so many different um ways that he takes the music and and then, but when it's like chilled out music like that and it's sort of just like really psychedelic and, you know, really just, you know, you just you just sort of relax when you're listening to it. It's you kind a, of want to stick with the song for a lot longer yeah. than three or four minutes.
1: But the thing is, I'm amazed that I think because you say as an artist, I always think of Tame Impala as a band, but I know it is just. Yeah, he's just. He's, but it's, he's Kevin Kevin Parker, I think his hmm. name is
2: just one Guy. Yeah, he just does everything himself. Because the yeah.
1: sounds that the sounds that he creates, you're expecting it to be a bigger yeah. you know, you're expecting more people yeah. there, but it's it's pretty phenomenal what he, he, is. Does. he does. He
2: does so much. He well he does it all. He does all of it on his own. He does all of it, I mean, if you actually listen to everything that's going on in the background, apart from the vocals, mm-hmm. you just think, Oh wow, he does this is a talented guy. He knows he knows what what he wants and he's a bit i think he's he, he certainly looks like he's uh he's got that sort of psychedelic hippie look to him as well yeah. like yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's just walked out of the 1960s you know yeah. but um yeah really really like this new album i've only i've only been listening to it for a couple you know for about a week i think it came out on the 14th or 13th yeah it's every... very prog rock. yeah
1: i would yeah. say. But there's something about it that, see, Prog walk is almost like when bands or artists go up their own backside. Yeah. But this yeah. doesn't feel like that. Like, it's not like Radiohead going on Kid A where they went yeah. up their backside. It's not like that at all. Um, you know, even, yeah, I think it's, uh, I've only listened to it once. Mm. So I need to listen to it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's really good. I've listened
2: to it about two or three times. Mm -hmm. And I think, apart from the singles, um, One More Year really stands out to me as Mm -hmm. a really great track. Um, So, yeah, really, really, really been enjoying that. And it's been sort of like the main thing I've been listening to, which has been great. Lovely jubbly. Right. (laughs)
0: Lovely jubbly.
2: TV. TV again for me this time. Okay. And I am... Going to be talking about season five of Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I know you don't, Will, but JMO, have you ever watched Better Call Saul or the real? Breaking
1: Bad. Have you ever watched Breaking Bad? Yeah, um, I, I've watched a few of season one. I'm no, one of the only no, people on the planet that no, hasn't watched the whole okay, of breaking bad and everyone okay. tells me I've got to watch it. No, you don't, you, do, okay, no, you, you don't. And I know. You do. You don't because do. You do. <laughs> I, I, the problem is it's one of those things where everybody tells you to watch something, so then you just think, Oh, for fuck's sake, I will do it. I'll do it, I'll do it when I get mailed to it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nice it's it's it's
2: definitely one of those it is one of those because i was like that as well and then yeah. people saying saying to me oh you should, you should take watch it. take watch it And i remember i watched my dad was saying the same thing i was like oh ben you should watch you should watch it you know this is so good you know he showed me the pilot episode mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit this is great um so i'm a huge i'm i'm a massive breaking bad fan it's it's easily my favorite tv show of all time oh, like really? i love it i've watched it for you through like three or four times now. That's I crazy. absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, I mean wow. if, if if Game of Thrones hadn't have had the ending it had,
1: would that still be sitting at the top? I don't know. But to be honest, I think the thing is with Game of Thrones and that ending is as it's now got to be left in the, the hands of time, whether people see it exactly. as phenomenal yeah. TV or not. I think Game of Thrones, the way, it, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that yeah. another time. Yeah. But this is, and I think the thing with Breaking Bad, we
2: can talk about Game of Thrones as well in this regard because we all, the problem is now that it's ended the way it did and now that's all everyone talks about. Whereas Breaking Bad has one of the best endings. Like the finale of season five is just, the way it ends is just amazing. Like they did it perfectly. And I mean, it's not spoilers to say when Better Call Saul is set. It's actually a prequel. Mm. Um, and there are also post-Breaking um, Bad scenes in there as well, um, which are really cool. But it is a prequel and it's based around um, a character called Saul Goodman, which comes in, I think, in season two or season three of Breaking Bad. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's just been this series where I think a lot of people have um, – They've sort of written it off. I think they haven't really like even like, people who've watched Breaking Bad should be watching this because this is as good as Breaking Bad. Like it's it's very different because it's it's it's, it's difficult to explain. But it's like obviously for people who don't know, it's like it's yeah. based around this guy Saul Goodman, who's a lawyer, and in the show he is like a criminal lawyer, as in <laughs> he is a criminal lawyer yeah. he helps criminals um, and the, the, this this show is sort of leading up and showing you how he gets to that stage um, and we pick up sort of in season five and there's just so much so much stuff going on which I don't want to obviously spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it but there's just the build up to to break to the start of breaking bad is is coming you can sort of feel it getting closer and closer we've got characters turning up who are in breaking bad um and there's just so much this was why breaking bad was so good like the writing vince gilligan the guy who created the show Mm -hmm. and breaking bad he is like he's just a fucking genius like he just is like the best writer he's he he just writes so well and how he makes these stories makes these characters and all of these characters in in both series are just so flawed they're all so flawed but you just love them you know every he has this way of writing these characters and he just develops them over time i mean better call saul has been a very slow progression in terms of building up these characters and even the characters that we already know you just build them up and you just get this sort of amazing understanding. And and it's like the complete opposite of what you were just talking about with um, Doctor Who. And mm. you, know, you don't know anything about his characters. You just know so much about his characters. They're just so in depth. They're so well written. The dialogue is amazing. The actor, you know, there's not a single person in this show that I think, oh, they could have been recast a bit better, you know. Mm. And. Mm, It's 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 one of those shows that I think a lot more people need to be watching if you if you've watched Breaking Bad, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, then it's pointless watching. You can watch it, but you just won't get a lot of the stuff that goes on. But the first two episodes got Mm. dropped this week. um, and It's going to be one of those now that's going to drop every Tuesday, which I kind of I kind of hate. But I also (laughs) do quite
1: like. The anticipation of waiting for a new yeah episode. going back to the tra- traditional way I mean that's what I like about The yeah. Walking Dead yeah. I have to wait a week for the episodes because I think when you when it's all there and you just go through it all you sort of you sort of miss the anticipation for what's going to happen next yeah. whereas it, when you wait in a week whatever it is it ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. or what have you you've got to wait that whole week to, in your mind you're thinking well what happens next yeah yeah but and when, go on yeah no i was just I
2: was just gonna just, just say the same you know it's just it's one of those things where i love it and i hate it mm. and whilst i love to binge watch stuff like you know when stranger things 3 came out i just yeah. binged it and i loved it and it didn't it didn't hurt my um my love of the show because I watched it all in the space of like two or three days, mm. but I still probably would have enjoyed it just as much if I'd have had to have wait a week every every episode, you know.
1: See, I'm not a very good. I've I've come up with this thing. I'm not a very good binge watcher because I get no. bored after a few yeah. d- and episodes and need to go and do something else. Yeah, no matter yeah. what it is, it doesn't matter. Even like my favorite shows, The Walking Dead, and I can't I can't <laughs> binge watch that for a couple of episodes. That, that, I just. That could be because it can be quite depressing. So, um, Joe. Yeah, it's funny you talking about the spin-off thing from Breaking Bad, because Better Call Souls probably had the same thing that Fear of the Walking Dead had. I know they're doing another Walking Dead spin-off with like all the kids right. and everything, but you know a new set of characters, but they're kids, so it's a bit like Stranger Things meets Zombies. But they are... Um, Fear of the Walking Dead there was all this excitement when it first came out and then it just died off. Mm. Although Feel the Walking Dead has actually finished now, I think it finished at the end of season six. But I what's happened six seasons. They yeah, it went on for so-, so like what wow. happened was yeah, though. Oh maybe five. It was either four or five. But they <laughs> had a crossover was, yeah. of characters. Mm. But what happened was between seasons three and seasons four Fear of the Walking Dead got really good on those seasons, and it actually, at that point, it surpassed what was going on in the Walking Dead because the Walking Dead was at the war, the Negan mm-hmm. war point where a lot of people jumped off, which was season eight of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had had enough and they dropped off. I jumped off after Glenn, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a, that was a really hard because yeah. although that's probably that's that's the most that's the biggest The Walking Dead got that episode because everything was building up to it. But because the brutality was on such a level that nobody had seen on TV, obviously Game of Thrones is brutal, but nobody had seen that level of brutality around characters that they actually well, like. Well, yeah. um, but then you have Negan in that episode who was horrifying, but mm. also really likable. You know, there's this whole yin and yang. You've hated him. You absolutely hate him, but he was such but a horrible that, character. That, yeah, that just
2: when you talk about like the antagonists and villains in these yeah. shows, if you, you we can talk about you know Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Fucking hated him, but that tells you how well written that character is. Yeah, and how yeah. acted that that actor. Yeah know how how good an actor he was so you can just appreciate it and it's the same it's 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 been the same for for these two series with Breaking Mm. Bad and Better Call Saul like especially in Better Call Saul because you really see you really um see a lot more one of the the big villains in Breaking Bad um and you see so much more of his character and how mm. ruthless he actually is. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's a new guy who's turned up as well, who isn't in breaking bad. You're like, Oh shit. Okay. What happens that you know, what happens to him? And, like, he's a big, he's a big player in all this. Like what happens to him? Like, and it just goes back to this, this, this praise that I have for Vince Gilligan again, how, how incredibly he is at writing. He, he, he creates these antagonists but he makes you really like them. Like he mm. makes you like how much you hate them. You know, he think, you think, Oh shit. Okay. He's on screen again. Yes. I can't wait to see, you know, how this is going to play out. And, and it just, and it's just, when you get, you know, like we said with Negan and, and, and Joffrey and, and, you know, just all the, all the villains, all the really good villains mm. in all of these shows, they are always well-written. Yeah. And, and they're always, um, just played by great actors because you can't have a good villain without good writing and good actors. No,
1: no. but we have it in films as well. You know, how many times do we, you watch a film where the villain, not talking superhero films, but talking proper films, Mm -hmm. you know, how many times do we have films where the villain is the standout Mm. bit of the film? Yeah. You know, we could, I mean, Jesus, look at Mad Max Fury Road. The, um, Oh, what's the name of the villain? The one that's in the museum. Yeah, Yeah, I (laughs) I know. It's the one that's got all the pregnant brides and stuff like that. And he's just such a a great villain. And they will all the um, war boys die for him. You know, I've forgotten his name now, but you know what I mean. He's a good. He's really well portrayed on the screen. Um, We go back to um, Alan Rickman in Die Hard. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great villain. Great villain. And even like someone like, I guess you
2: could even say Darth Vader, you know? Yeah. The piece of James L. Jones and the he's... presence of him on screen. And if someone was to say to me, who's your favourite Star Wars character? I'd be like, Darth Vader. Like, he's my favourite.
1: Well, <laughs> <But laughs> yeah. Favorite yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, a, a TV show you need the character just like in the films you need a good villain in there yeah I mean look at Lost as well you could kind of say that um, who was the guy that was doing all the experiments I, in I, the I'm
2: sorry, village I I, I, I but watching he was off a good villain a like yeah, some yeah. Bunk, something with a timer on it <laughs> it was another
1: polar bear running yeah
0: so.
1: Uh... anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> weird tangent gone off on the tangent a bit there
0: so, yes, uh,
2: how about, um, what's next, games? Right, games. We've already touched on this a little bit, but I'm going to delve into it a little bit more. Um, and I'm also going to gush over the Switch.
3: Because <laughs> Yay!
2: I feel like every week we're just going to be talking about the Switch. And no. we just keep this tradition. <laughs> and yes. just call it as it is, the best games console around
1: (laughs) yeah you know what i i think we can kind of we can all agree on that because i think um i i i love my switch or i love our switch our switch yeah yeah (laughs) yes
2: but um i have recently been playing too much stardew valley too 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 much um and yesterday was actually well yesterday when we're recording this was the four year year anniversary of when it came out which seems mad to me but actually yeah it does make a lot more sense that yeah 2016 Hmm. yeah it came out and um the guy who makes it uh said yesterday that i can't remember his name uh, something bear coming, coming something. Anyway, uh, he said that there's gonna be a new. Jesus, uh, a coming bear! <laughs> coming wow! Bear, is
1: um, <laughs> yeah. This has gone into some really yeah, strange patterns yeah, yeah. now.
2: Um, he's announced another update's coming, 1.5, which wow. um, I mean, just the work that this guy's doing on this game, and it's gonna be free again. So, I mean, you just have to give him so much credit. But yeah, so I I I got Stardew Valley pretty early on in its life. Um, I got it on PC, and I don't think I spent loads. I mean, I think I spent. I think my Steam library says that I spent about 60 hours in it, um, and I think that was just two playthroughs. I did two, yeah. I did two games, and I think I only ever got to to the fall of year one. So I never actually got to a winter before. Um, in those two games. So I, so I, I played it a fair bit each on each of these like sort of 20 or 30 hour runs, but I hadn't really dived into the game. And when I, when I got my switch, I remember I saw it on the, uh, the, on the eShop and I thought to myself, Oh, I tell you what, this is a, <laughs> this is a switch game, okay. isn't it? Was like, it
1: on sale at the time? Cause, um, it's been on sale quite a few times. A quite a lot. When I got
2: it recently, it was on sale. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I've now put 120 hours in. (laughs) Wow. Switch version, yeah. I am on fall of year three. Um, I've pretty much decked out my farm. I've got loads of animals and making loads of money off crops. I've got all the iridium sprinklers. I've got all the gizmos, all the good stuff. I think my total income so far has been about five and a bit million. Um, Mm. Yeah, so it's it's been it's it's consumed my gaming time like and i think this is this is the thing that i love so so much about the switch is that it just has that pick up and play thing Mm -hmm. you know it's just that and for me i've been playing stardew valley a lot um docked so i have actually been playing it a lot on the tv yeah Um, but i have just you know if i've gone to stay with people i've taken it with me and played it some more you know on the go Yeah. and i lo- i just i just love the versatility and and just just i can just fucking game anywhere you know i can take <laughs> yeah. this thing with me this amazing console and i can play amazing games wherever the fuck i want <laughs> and it's just great i just i was so worried about buying a switch because when i when i got it i got it bundled with mario kart and i also bought Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I thought to myself, Am I gonna get my money's worth out of this? I think I think I got the 280 bundle. I think it was 280 Mm. with Mario. And then I obviously got um Breath of the Wild. So I probably spent over I spent over three hundred quid. And I thought, oh God, am I gonna have Am I gonna get enough out of this? Am I even gonna like Breath of the Wild? Am I even gonna like Mario Kart? (laughs) And 120 hours in with Stardew Valley, 130 hours in with Breath of the Wild. And, yeah, <laughs> you now I've used it loads for YouTube as well. And yeah. I mean, it's just been like the best. It's 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 in terms of consoles that I've bought recently. As much as I I do I I do really love my PS4, and I've played some amazing games on there. I just I just feel like this is the best console that I've bought in a long long time. Like I I just I really enjoy the experience of having a switch
1: it's the experience and it's very versatile i mean that's the thing you you forget how many hours you put into the games because you actually you you could go it's so quick to go from the screen onto handheld and that's where you get lost it's not when you're playing it on the sofa it's when you're playing it on the, off you know when it's in handheld mode you just lose hours yeah and it's like, oh, yeah, can we just, uh,
2: oh, oh, that, oh, that TV show's come on. Can I watch it? I was like, okay, I, I, okay. take it out. Yeah. Playing, you know? and that, that, or, I mean, one of the things that I really love about it is the fact that it just, it doesn't turn off. It just, <laughs> it just goes on to sleep. It yeah. goes yeah. on to sleep. Yeah, So it's like a game like Stardew Valley, right, on PC, if I was um, needing to go to bed or I was needing to, to, to go somewhere mm. and I was in the middle of... A day on stardew valley i'm like oh okay shit, i've got to, i've got to play out the rest of this day and then it only saves when i go to sleep so i have to do all this stuff so i'm playing for another five or ten minutes hmm. But with the switch i can just put it on to sleep and i'm gone <laughs> i gone. You know, and then, then you go turn it back on, i'm, I'm there, there i'm in
1: <laughs> i just i have this terrible thing with the switch where i have to come away from it because <laughs> yeah. i get so addicted to game yeah. like civilization i've got civilization this five is. on there Oh, Civ oh, 6 Is it Civ 6 or Civ 5 I can't remember I just got so stuck into it I was yeah. playing it at night yeah. at, <laughs> Coming from work I just pick it up Everyone's yeah. trying to talk to me And I'm just there On the screen <laughs> I did the same With Motorsport Manager on it The same thing Yeah, I, same I, played like that. yeah. I, And I've done the same With Gear Club On Unlimited 2 Which I bought I cheap that, yeah. Which is like Racing game It's like a Forza type racing game And I've just you know come in i do the online challenges and then i'm like two hours gone i'm like oh blimey i forgot (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's one of those platforms that
2: there's there's a certain type of game that i want to play on it like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be one of those people who's gonna go and play the witcher 3 on it Mm. because that's not why i bought it i'm not gonna go on there and play first person shooter on it because that's not why i bought it i wanted it to to play these sort of games like Stardew Valley, Breath of the Wild, these really easy to pick up and put down games that I can just do, and it's not too intense gameplay. It's not too, you know, it's just chilled out gaming, and it's not in, you know, um, after you know the last month or two that I've been like really intensely playing Escape from Tarkov, which I talked about in the last, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a um, you know, real try hard um game. I think that's survival game. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been so addicted to that and so try hardy yeah. that actually going to Stardew Valley and playing this so chilled out feel good to... game
1: mm, has yeah.
2: just been a breath of fresh air and and being able to just do it so um what's the word? Like I can just do it whenever I like and I can just it's really oh what's the word I'm looking for? Casual. Shit. It's really like Ah oh, fuck! I can't. I can't play the work. It's like I can. I can just. I can just get in there. You know. Yeah. I can just
1: go straight in, straight out. Wham! you're Wait, done. You forget <laughs> as well. Like <laughs> what was I playing? Oh, you know stuff like Fortnite's on here, and it's it's actually enhanced playing it in handheld mode. Yeah. Fortnite in handheld mode. It's it's a lot. I find it a lot more fun than playing it through the main console.
2: Mm. And you I know? and I I. I enjoy both experiences as well. I, I
1: I enjoyed especially
2: with Breath of the Wild. I enjoyed playing it portably and I yeah. uh, saw portably as much as I did on on the TV screen. Um you know, I think both options for us will yeah. uh is a uh, very nice.
1: Yeah, for you. you know <laughs> what I just um thought actually. There was one that I got the other week which works uh, Flame in the Flood. I got that one flood. On there yeah where you sort of it's a survival game yeah but it's very simple and it's again it works so well on the switch
2: there's there's a few games that i would like to, that i have my eyes on um there, there's a game that i mean not many people might know what it is it's called into the breach yes like to play that. that's, yeah. that's from the creator of ftl which is yeah. one of my favorite games
1: RTS, um, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I really want to try it. I've been saving. I haven't bought it on Steam because I wanted to play it on the Switch. Or in the Blind Forest is another. Yeah. But I really want to play it on the Switch, which I will get eventually. Which
1: was on the Xbox. This is part yeah. of the Microsoft yeah. Microsoft yeah. deal, isn't it? Yeah. At
2: least. Um, what else? Uh, Octopath Traveler. I, yeah. I want, I want to check it out. I want, oh, I got, that's good. Yeah. I've got the demo, good. so I want to see. I want to see if that's. The all of these sorts of games, they're like they're not like really intense. You know, triple A, crazy, you know, I'm even considering getting Minecraft again. Like it's just one of those games, <laughs> you know. It's just one yeah. of those
1: games it's like I could see myself oh, playing it on the Switch. Yeah, you know Oh and yeah, the Blind Forest is on is in the sale. It's thirty percent. It is in the, the sale, yeah, I noticed that yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing. The sales are really good on the eShop as well. They need the eShop sales. If, are there's really one, good.
2: if there's one bad thing about having a Switch and there's one big criticism I have is that the games are too expensive. They are, yeah. yeah. The Switch tax. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Skyrim
2: yeah. is 50% off at the moment. And I was like, God, that's
1: still too expensive.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> 25 quid
1: will... for a game yeah. I already
2: have on like five different
1: million platforms. Yeah. <laughs> they're not stupid they they know that people want to play it handheld yeah you're, you're paying for the that's it. the draw that
2: is the draw i've been sitting there thinking to myself oh I mean, it's 25 you know i would be better to play Skyrim on the go <laughs> it's
1: like, no on the other side the- two is 25 pounds in the sale
0: uh, on the other end of the thing more geared towards uh, my uh, type of games there's a lot mm. of visual novels on there and it's great to be able to yeah. stay in bed kind of playing that kind of Calm, yeah. Relax, okay. Go. That's too much info. Switch in one hand, something else in the other, you know? <laughs> Easy.
1: Jesus. Plus Nintendo oh, did just uh, announce that
0: they're going to allow adult content on the Switch, so uh, oh, oh, we're getting close, lads.
2: Well,
1: <laughs> do you know Relent. what? I also wish that it has. I that think... screens could get ruined, <laughs> isn't it?
2: <laughs> 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 so I think one of the other criticisms I probably have. Is that it? This is only a minor one, um, is that I just find it quite odd that there's not a, an internet browser. Yeah,
0: me obviously. too. Me too.
2: And there was a guy who actually hacked into it. And there is yep. an internet browser that you can use because there is an internet browser that opens up sometimes if you're looking something up or you're pressing. I can't remember what it was. Was it a Breath of the Wild thing or something? I can't remember what it was, but it opened up this internet browser. I was like, the fuck?
1: Yeah. Like, it's in there. I, I they wanted I to keep a... it as a gaming experience yeah. though didn't
2: they yeah. Yeah. i mean you know... whilst i can live without it, it's totally fine but i just think it would be kind of cool yeah. to be able to, I agree. to 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 use an internet browser on there great
0: okay so um ben so, what's your song
2: okay so um i'm gonna pick probably my favorite track from tame impala it's not from the new album but i just really love this track and if you guys want to know if anyone want to know just what kind of music these guys play then this is quite a good uh this is quite a good starter song and it uh is probably their most well known and it's called the less i know the better
0: okay here it is and bye-bye for this time we'll see you next month
1: goodbye see ya